Hello, Let Me Be Clear listener. This is Matt Coggins, producer and host of this show, as well as the new Arctic Sounds news satire podcast, Faux News. If you haven't heard Faux News yet, it's a lot like this show. Lots of silly sketches, goofy characters, and a lighthearted look at the very dark world around us. Plus, I use way too many sound effects. I decided to throw the latest episode of Faux News into the Let Me Be Clear feed to give all you wonderful old listeners a chance to hear the new thing I'm working on. And if you like what you hear, look for Faux News wherever you get podcasts, or follow the link in the episode description. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy. It's Friday, November 20th, and as the U.S. crosses the grim threshold of a quarter million COVID deaths and the president tries to undo democracy, the leaders of the right wing are focused on what really matters to Americans. Let's assume for a second the honesty of some folks on the left who at least acknowledge that femininity and masculinity exist. They also have indicators, outward indicators. Dress has been for virtually all time and in virtually all cultures an outward indicator, which is why the Bible explicitly says that it is against cross-dressing, for example. Okay, but in virtually every culture, men and women dress differently. This does not mean that all men dress the same and all women in all cultures dress the same. It means that in every culture, there is a distinction between how men dress and how women dress. <laughs> Welcome to Phone News. <laughs> Why does he speak like every word is a severe strain on his colon? That's what it sounds like. He's just really, he's it's an like impacted somebody's... colon from eight, probably. <laughs> it's like somebody's got a gun to his head. <laughs> like you need, to, you need to immediately say 400 words <laughs> on why men can't dress like women. The poison for so Cusco. Was, uh, the Cusco poison. The poison intended for Cusco. This Cusco's literally poison. all conservatives were talking about all week. Harry Styles uh, was photographed wearing oh, yeah. uh, a dress in Vogue, I think. Yeah, was it and the first? Uh, no, I think that's got to be wrong. Solo male, yeah, the I was first solo male. Yeah, first solo male to appear on the cover. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's what um, I thought. And he looked good. I thought there were really nice pictures, but and it, it literally saw that. I was like, hey, good for Harry Styles. All right. Yeah, and then Candace Owens started the discourse. Oh, okay, Ben Shapiro was- followed it up. It, 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 it occupied the entire internet scape for two days. And I just... Seemed a little predictable, didn't it? Yeah, but I guess this is what we're back to, right? Like, we're back now to talking about culture war shit while people <laughs> yeah. are dying and Trump's trying to do a coup. But that's, uh, what else is new, I guess? <laughs> on the, this is, on this the is more of the really old. Matters. I just don't understand. I mean, people have been bringing it up, but, like, like Prince and David Bowie were doing it, like, a really long time ago. I just... Seems a little tired. You know what's even more ridiculous is that on top of all of this, Candace Owens uh, pretty much exclusively wears suits. So, <laughs> so the whole argument is weird. Explain yourself face. then, Candace. Who was Mine it? Candace. Um, who wore that tuxedo dress? Was that Billy Porter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks that shit was damn so good. Oh, love. I love Billy Porter's uh, usually like red carpet wear. Mm-hmm. Always dressed to the teeth. Because I just, I don't understand why conservatives, you know, how dare you talk about like gender expression or like intersex life or anything about like genitals. It's like what you don't talk about in polite society. But damn, are they obsessed with making sure you wear clothing that represents your genitals and that they're different than other people's genitals. They will die on that hill. And then again, it's like out of all the things to be focused on right now, like we're literally in so many crises, crises, (laughs) crises, baby, across the country. And they needed to take several days out of their time. Ben Shapiro, the the tweet that that came from, said that he talked for a solid half an hour about half men dressing hour. as women. Damn, Ben. And so, anyway, what else is going on in the news this week? Anything crazy? <laughs> <laughs> Some stupid shit. 
It sounds like we already um, covered the most important thing that happened. Yeah, I mean, you know, we we got we got conservative news out of the way. Like, so if you're a conservative listener, we're good. You can, you can go ahead and <laughs> turn the podcast If you're a conservative off. listener, what are you doing? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing else is wrong. Just you know, to, well, we'll see you on um, what's that? Parlor. We'll see you on Parlor. Follow follows on Parlor. Unfortunately, it's supposed to be pronounced Parlay. Whoa! <laughs> wow! My mind is blown. I think we're gonna join now. Hell yeah! Um, so let's um let's talk about the stories for everybody else. Uh, first we're gonna cover the president and what he's been up to this week in a segment we call Trump Watch. Trump Watch. It'll be nice. She's to, about half of all one. Republicans believe that Trump rightfully won the U.S. election, but that it was stolen from him by widespread voter fraud. Is that half. the statistic? It's really about half. Yep. Wow. Half. Of all Republicans. So, Delusion's one hell of a drug. Yeah. Trump not- obviously is, is really fighting for that message, but it's really, it's infected the, the, the country now. It's like, even if, there's a burp, even if like he, this coup attempt of his fails, you're going to have a generation of Republicans that are never going to accept the results of this election. I think it's going to guarantee more, you know, further generations, uh, perpetuating and sustaining gerrymandering and redlining and as much as there are activists working against it there's going to be a whole new fledgling you know group and generation like you said of republicans that are going to ensure that like more measures are being taken yeah to make sure that other people that they don't want to vote can't vote right because they're making it yeah. clear that the illegal votes in this election are basically black votes do you think right. that and I'm, I'm going to take it philosophical for just a second do you think that if social media wasn't so prevalent in our lives that this would really even be a problem uh no i i honestly don't i think that trump is is really the twitter president and yeah you know fox news i think has a lot to do with the the spread of propaganda to especially an older audience but facebook especially right. has contorted the brains of the older generation and that's a huge thing to blame for all of it and the fact that this information can be proliferated at faster than ever and kept on these insulated and insular like yeah. even reddit communities where it can grow really rife and toxic oh. well and just scrolling through facebook on any given day or moment and I, I come across several of those like microsoft paint graphs of like showing you know where exactly uh. the voter fraud took place and like anybody could have just scribbled this down and and people eat it up they eat it up like soup yeah soup for yep. their families <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but trump has been busy this week um not necessarily taking care of the country but definitely trying to uh take it down with him as he leaves he fired the department of homeland security Cybersecurity director uh christopher <coughs> krebs tuesday krebs was one of the people that was like most outwardly saying that this was a very safe very secure election uh he reportedly requested to have an airstrike on iran that had the potential to kill more civilians than the Nagasaki bombing. Yikes! Um, he's super upset that he thinks Biden is going to get credit for all the vaccine developments that have come out in the last week. Uh, and it, and he's just throwing out lawsuits left and right, just trying to muddy the waters. And I don't know if you guys have been following any of the Rudy Giuliani in court saga. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani hasn't been in court since 1992 up until Ooh. this week. And boy, howdy, does it show. <laughs> He's charging. He's like, you know that hit 20... show, Seinfeld? Let me reference it. <laughs> He's charging $20,000 a day for legal work 
and and literally is out there saying nonsense. He needed laws explained to him by the judge multiple times. <gasps> and privately, he's saying pretty openly that the goal of the lawsuits isn't to win and, and overturn the results through the courts. It's to sow enough doubt among the GOP that legislators in these swing states like the GOP-controlled Michigan uh, to essentially replace the electors with people that are uh, faithful to Trump. So they'll overturn the result of the election that way. Um, it's scary to think That's of the, the fun part of the electoral yeah, college. Uh, all these disloyal motherfuckers. It's just scary to think what the next, I mean, assuming this goes coup free, what even the next few election cycles are going to resemble. Yeah. Yeah, that that's the biggest thing I'm worried about is like this is a huge sign that no matter what, like Democrats will never be able to win a normal election again, because mm -hmm. from here on out, you're going to have moments like what's happening in Wayne County this week. Um, there's a four person board of canvassers, two Democrats, two Republicans, and the Republicans refuse to certify the results for um, pretty partisan reasons. The Republican who's the chair of the committee even said that she'd be open to certifying results for other jurisdictions, but not Detroit specifically. Detroit, which is a majority black city. Um, now, there was a lot of backlash. They had a lot of people openly calling them racist, which is pretty true. The governor, the secretary of state said a lot of stuff. So they reversed course and certified the results. But now, a couple days later, and this is new as of about an hour ago today on Thursday, uh, Trump personally called them and convinced them to put in an affidavit trying to rescind their support for certifying Jesus. the votes. So all kinds of fucked up. And if how long they don't have the monkey with it? Yeah. If they don't have the those votes from Detroit, uh, Trump wins Michigan. That's how powerful that Detroit vote is. Jesus. And wow. pretty clear what they're trying to do here. The thing that I wondered this week especially is like, I think it's pretty clear that the reason Trump won in 2016 was because voter suppression was at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. And this year, it was probably pretty hard to pull off because... You can't exactly close polling places or turn people away based on the color of their skin if everybody's voting by mail-in ballot. Right. And so I think that that's why the GOP is trying to do all this shit after the fact is they're like, fuck, our normal tricks didn't work <laughs> this time. Right. And they're going through like every hoop possible to just, you know, like they said, so doubt even if the elections still get credited, which like there's no way that's going to stand. That's just like no. blatant racist behavior in georgia the secretary of state said that lindsey graham was calling him to pressure him to toss out legal ballots not even doing their thing it's like well the illegal ballots and the legal ballots graham was literally like oh you just should you should uh, just throw out all those illegal ballots and give us the state overturn the result wow which has got to be a crime right just just calling What's, people uh, up being like what do they you say you can't do that it's a little bit of a crime. <laughs> come on, y'all. Can't you cheat for us this one time, please? <laughs> just imagine him on the phone like, come on, do it. Please. Pretty please. But nobody likes me. <laughs> That's uh, it's wild. And of course, there was a million MAGA march last weekend. Did you guys follow that? You see all the millions of MAGAs out there? Yeah, so I, bet, I bet a million showed DC. up. I'm sure. Exactly one million. probably closer to something like 10,000, which is a terrifying number of fascists and white supremacists marching the streets in D.C. It's a big mm -hmm. number. They actually, like, the thing that was really heartbreaking is they marched through uh, BLM Plaza Ooh. and tore down all of these. So, like, on election Ugh. day, you saw, like, a whole fence covered in all these beautiful signs. Yeah. All of these fascists come and tear down all these signs they uh specifically attacked journalists it's fucking crazy and um 
just terrifying. If anybody thinks that we can just ignore fascists and let them do their thing and they'll go away eventually, that that march, I think, probably showed that that's not true. They're ready. But hilariously enough, though, they did not have a million people and there were excuses aplenty as to why it didn't seem like there were a million people. And my favorite was from Dilbert creator Scott Adams, (laughs) who said that the apparent low turnout at the MAGA march was because most MAGA people wear camo clothing, <laughs> so they were like blending in and they yeah. weren't able to be seen on pictures. <laughs> Sounds um, logical to me. I don't think that's how camo works, especially in a metropolitan area like DC, <laughs> but just I don't know these, what more I expected from Scott these, Adams. Yeah, right. Like all these weird now like Trumpers coming out of the woodwork. Why Dilbert? <laughs> Oh, I took that as sarcasm. No, he's really Dilbert. No, no, he's, I mean the, ca- the camo guy. clothing. I thought he was being sarcastic. No, being no, no, no. He's hardcore Trump supporter. Wow. <sighs> I mean that I didn't. That's know how he got his like his... renaissance. Oh, okay. I had I had no idea about his political alignment. But that statement right there sounds like a joke. It sounds like a joke that I would make. You know, having more than one brain cell, I'd make that joke and be like, ah, sarcasm. <laughs> but <laughs> that's if what I thought. You want to lose a couple of those brain cells? Watch his watch his videos because yeah. he he's something else. Oh what do you mean? He's the heart and soul of the American people. That Dilbert. <laughs> With COVID-19 surging to record levels across the country, leading to overwhelmed hospitals and over a quarter million deaths, state governments are once again imposing lockdown measures in an effort to curb the spread, which some see as a direct attack on Thanksgiving. For her take, we're joined by professional blonde right-wing talking head, Erin Powers. Thank you, Farrell. And let me just say Democrats should be ashamed of themselves for trying to cancel yet another central tenet of American society. No. Come on, Democrats are not canceling anything. Democrats are canceling Thanksgiving. First, they cancel police. Then they cancel the president. Now, they're trying to take away our freedoms and deprive us of our right to celebrate a sacred American holiday. Nobody is canceling Thanksgiving. Many of these states are imposing measures to stop the spread of COVID-19. The only thing they're stopping the spread of is life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness by depriving us of a meal with our families. Nobody is depriving you of anything. The guidelines mostly limit large gatherings. Well, I don't know how you celebrate Thanksgiving, but in my house, it's a sacred day shared with the entire family. Sure, but is it so hard to just keep it under 10 people? (laughs) Is it so hard to be in a concentration camp? That's how you sound right now. Okay. So, personally, I will not be following any governor's fascist anti-Thanksgiving orders, and neither should any patriot, under religious grounds. These lockdowns are blatantly anti-Christian. What? How? Uh, I'm a Christian, and I don't like it. But Thanksgiving is not a religious holiday. That's not remotely what it's about. Oh, like you even know what Thanksgiving is about. Do you? (laughs) Of course I do. Rush Limbaugh tells the tale of the first Thanksgiving every year on his show. Oh, boy. In 1620, the pilgrims were escaping religious prosecution when they came to America, and with the help of some very friendly Indians, had a bountiful harvest and celebrated with a three-day feast of turkey and pumpkin pie. They broke bread with their good friends, the Indians, like little baby Squanto, and lived happily ever after. 
Ugh, no. The truth is, we actually don't know when the first Thanksgiving was. Wrong. But we do know the pilgrims are trying to establish a Christian theocracy and use the Native Americans to start a settlement on former Native land. Fake news! The, the truth is, if Native Americans didn't die from disease or get sold into slavery, settlers went to war with them, destroyed their livestock, salted the earth, and brutally murdered them from coast to coast. Oh, oh, come on. This is just Black Lives Matter revisionist history. You're trying to 1619 project the first Thanksgiving. It's not revisionist history. It's just history. See, this is exactly why President Trump established a patriotic education program. Because radical leftists like you are trying to make America seem like a racist society. America is a racist society. And now you're saying Thanksgiving is racist. That we can't celebrate Thanksgiving with our enormous families because it hurts your feelings. No. You can't have a large gathering because there is a pandemic spreading wildly across the country that has killed a quarter of a million well, people. Well, I don't care what you and your Marxist government says. I will celebrate an American holiday with my family. I don't care how many people get the Wuhan flu. I don't care if it kills a million people. It is my right as an American to do whatever I want. Spreading disease to own the libs. At least you're getting into the spirit of the holiday. Thanks for joining us. All right, let's move on to COVID news. COVID news. Thank God. Um, This is our last episode before Thanksgiving. And so we're kind of blending this into some Thanksgiving news. Um, About 40% of Americans intend to celebrate Thanksgiving with at least 10 people. Wow. At least 10 people. Why? Um, Who likes Just today, the CDC recommended people cancel their Thanksgiving plans, uh, have Thanksgiving at home, don't go out to your family's house especially, don't travel. Um, But on the other side of the uh, sanity aisle, Fox News uh, featured Trump COVID advisor Dr. Scott Atlas, who I will know is not any kind of epidemiologist or virus expert. He is a radiologist. Great. Uh, (laughs) He encouraged large holiday gatherings because he said, and I quote, for many people, this is their last Thanksgiving. That's such counterproductive, paradoxical thinking. Like, I mean, it, yeah. it is unfortunate. Like, maybe, you, you know, your great Grammy Mima is 89 and this could be her last Thanksgiving. But you don't want to expedite that process, do you? Like, it's Absolutely. unfair. <laughs> I get it. It's unfair. Everybody's well, last Thanksgiving before we yeah. cartwheel into the Marxist-Biden yeah. regime. <laughs> We must know. <laughs> they don't get it. They don't get it. And I'm just so tired of, of people being dumber than me. Can anyone else relate to this? I just <laughs> sounds so I arrogant. But to, fuck. I just can't relate to wanting, like, having family dinner is challenging enough with your immediate family. Like, 40% are like 10 or more. Who has houses this big? That's what I want to know. Who cooks like eight turkeys? Who are you people that wants to hang out with, like, your great aunt martha all day that's weird it's this is some boomer shit because like you know both my parents have uh four siblings apiece Yikes. so like technically speaking my family is pretty fucking big mm-hmm. but like um having all those people under one house like i i guess my thing that i keep kind of like coming back to is like we all know that this year is not a normal year right why can't people just embrace the fact that this thanksgiving isn't going to be a normal thanksgiving that this christmas isn't going to be a normal christmas 
these it's are the people crazy. these are the people who constantly talk about how they would like you know form a militia at the drop of a hat and they buy their guns to protect america and they would die for trump but the second they have to you know make tiny little sacrifices to help the country as a whole they're like mm, i don't wanna yeah it's just that's actually so very powerful <laughs> yeah that's a very powerful video I saw this week uh, address that directly mm. saying like that we need to treat this like it is a sort of occupying force and we mm. as Americans need to be better and stand up against it. Yeah. We'll link it. We'll link it. You'd figure that like some sort of like 1940s era nostalgia would take over again. But I'm I don't know the feats that people will go to to prove how selfish they are. I mean, I work in Christmas entertainment right now in a hotel and just. Okay. Gr granted it's pretty early on it's not great but the fact that you know there's extended hours for christmas they're they're doing everything and fighting tooth and nail to not only make sure they make their money but people are making damn sure that they have as close to a normal holiday experience as possible and that's just dangerous beats me governor yeah who needs it who needs it let's just say i love christmas i love thanksgiving mm. thanksgiving in particular is my favorite holiday it's great but like I'm now like turning around the corner being like, oh, so this is going to be kind of a different Thanksgiving. I've never made the turkey before. So like I'm going to um, make an experimental <gasps> tofu turkey this oh, year. Making, yeah, we're just going to make all of our own Thanksgiving traditions this year by ourselves because that's just kind of the reality yeah. of, of what we're living and through And who knows, right you might discover a new tradition that you hang on to. Exactly. Cool. Like setting the no, kitchen on fire. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fun if this was the 40s, you know that like, or if the 40s happened now, you know that Republicans would be like, actually, we don't even know what the Nazis are doing. And Marxist president FDR is trying <laughs> to force us to have social security. What? Oh, what's a pension? <laughs> we don't need vaccines. Um, there's so much going on COVID wise this week. Obviously. Uh, cases are uh, skyrocketing. We keep hitting the daily record every single day, which I know I have said on the last three episodes, but I don't. I don't think I need to say it anymore. It's it's already spiking way past where we were in in uh, the summertime in several states, including uh, all of our home states of Michigan. Uh, they have announced new lockdown measures. Scott Atlas, our old friend from three minutes ago, said that Michigan should rise up. Um, nice reminder that the governor there um, almost got assassinated by uh, right-wing terrorists. Um, the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association is suing the state health department. Uh, there's so much of this bullshit happening. Oh, I, oh, I forgot to mention the GOP is trying to impeach Whitmer in oh Michigan. For what? So that's fun. Well, and I think that this next quote comes to where the GOP are at now with the virus. It's not so much, they're not trying to gaslight us anymore into pretending that they're handling it. They have a new line, and it's this from Senator John Cornyn. There are two ways to approach this pandemic. One is to leave it to the government to tell us what we can and cannot do, or we can take personal responsibility. And that's their new line. Is Why? Like, You're a senator, well, motherfucker. We Why all need you? to... We what? all need to worry for ourselves. Yeah. I don't what get is this, this? anti-government bullshit coming from people in government elected. <laughs> exactly. Like, what the government <laughs> like for? Should trust me. I mean, like, uh, 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 <laughs> just, these people the are trained and educated, and <laughs> it's their jobs. And I can't. They imagine. literally won re-election and put their hands up and said, "All right." Never mind. We're not doing anything. They're like else. Uno reverse, We're good. motherfuckers. We don't like any of you. <laughs> also, what is also that quote doesn't make any sense to me. Government, 
To me, it's almost like a threat. You can leave it up to the government what you can and can't do or take personal responsibility. For what? Spreading a deadly virus to people? That's on you, chief. That's a lot of burden to bear. It's also like, and I know that the right wing thing is like, you need to stop pretending, you need to stop telling people that they're too stupid to know what they're doing with this virus. They are. There's a turns out. Yeah, exactly. It, people are very stupid in this country. And I know that's not like the best thing to say, but like, I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing 20% oh, yeah. of the time. I'm dumb as shit. I'm a 24-year-old actor, for God's sake, and I know better. I have more sense in me than a lot of people. I, I, very I used to touch and then just not wash my hands for hours. <laughs> hours! I'd eat food! What's wrong with me? If I didn't have, like, hand sanitizer every six feet, oh my God, yeah. people are stupid. Just like, but, like, empirically, like, in my life, even before COVID, I'd go to the bathroom, 90% of the people, maybe 95% of the people that go to the bathroom, no matter what they're doing in there, do not wash their God, hands. Especially men. Period. Yeah. Especially the penis havers. Well, those are the bathrooms I'm going to, penis but havers. yeah, it's disgusting. People need to be told what to do because, like, obviously, because everyone we have all the evidence. Exception. Everyone thinks they're, they're the one dead. that's not the problem, so they, the rules don't apply to them. But exactly. if everyone thinks that, everyone's the problem. We're going to take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and when we come back, Dolly Parton saves America, and the Pope is looking at porn? Stay tuned. Are you tired of sitting in your house all the time? Missing out on your favorite holiday traditions? Upset you won't get to see a rabid crowd break down the door of your local bed, bath, and beyond this Black Friday? Then do we have a product for you. Introducing the best of Black Friday brawls, Four hours of the most gruesome displays of capitalism-induced violence ever collected on one DVD. With the best of Black Friday Brawls collection, you'll feel like a part of the action, like a terrified Walmart greeter fighting back a crowd of thrifty maniacs, now from the comfort of your own home. Watch a grown man punch a child in the throat over an Xbox 360. See an old woman bludgeon a stranger with her cane for a discount on hand towels. Witness a family of four stab their way through a crowd to save $20 on a 4K TV. A father of five trample a fucking baby for a free toaster. With the best of Black Friday Brawls collection, you can relive the time-honored American tradition of chaos in the name of capitalism all year round from the comfort of your own home. Order today and get the Screaming at Fast Food Workers collection for free when you pay shipping and handling. The best of Black Friday brawls. Call to get yours today. In other COVID news, um, some COVID positive patients don't even believe the virus is real as they're dying, according oh. to a South Dakota nurse. She had a big tweet thread about her personal experience after working two weeks straight dealing with these people, and they're angry. Yeah. They're angry. I had listened they, um, to an interview on NPR um, with just some nurse somewhere in Michigan, and um, she was just saying, like, yeah, these people are, they're literally dying. I'm showing them, you know, the charts, the info, the everything that proves that they're dying, and they're, they're dying of COVID, and they're refusing to acknowledge that, and they're choosing to spend their last moments on this earth denying that instead of, you know, talking to their loved ones or making arrangements, you know, they just, they won't believe it. And it's insane. You can tell someone they have cancer and show them a picture of the cancer that's in them, and they go like, oh, shit, I have cancer. But you can do the same thing for someone with COVID, and they'll be like, nah. It's just crazy. the flu. Yeah. People don't die of COVID. Yeah, it's just so much, and it's, 
you know, the number one person you can blame for that is Trump because, like, he refused to, he still kind of refuses to even admit it's a problem, especially after his his trip with COVID. Uh, oh, being like, well, like so I'm invulnerable. Ago. I can't be killed now. No one else can. <laughs> no reason to fear it. You knew that was going to happen yeah. after he got it, but mm-hmm. it's still just so fucked up. Just who'd have thought that a disease could be a partisan issue? Well, I don't know. I kind of figured it. I. You know, growing up in the Flint water crisis. Oh, yeah. And knowing like how my Republican family responded to the idea that like the I lived through it. The empirical evidence was on the on the wall that the governor there caused the whole fucking thing. And people are still like deny that it happened or that it was Remember when fault. Rick Snyder almost got a teaching position at Harvard for urban planning. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. I made a couple angry phone calls when that news broke. It was conveniently rescinded. It was last summer in 2019. He was like given this I'm we, like, sorry? urban planning and infrastructure and how to run a city, basically. And I remember literally calling Harvard. Are you talking like about the man. Harvard Clown College? What? Holy shit. People don't recognize the, res- I mean, talk about no one wanting to take any personal responsibility in the GOP. That's yeah. like laughable. They, like, they don't want to take any personal responsibility. No, no. Um, well, in, in, much more positive COVID news. Um, <laughs> positive Moderna <laughs> came out. Moderna came out this week and said they also have a very promising new COVID vaccine. Mm-hmm. And the biggest contributor to the funding for this vaccine was one Dolly Parton. God bless it. A fucking saint. She <laughs> she is an angel, and it's we so need good. Damn. She also filmed a Christmas special that's coming out yes. next week. So. Yes. Give give your love to Dolly. America owes her a debt of gratitude. Oh, yeah. She's the pride and joy of Appalachia. <laughs> In less positive COVID news, Tyson Foods is accused of betting money on how many workers would contract COVID-19. Oh, they actually had a fucking Deadpool set up for which workers would get COVID. Wait, Tyson Foods, are, the, are they the ones that make the dinosaur chicken nuggets? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Can't buy your dino nuggets anymore, folks. Oh, yeah. All you got to do is watch like Food Inc. or whatever that was in high school. And then you're like, wow, Tyson, never again. Ooh. Oh, boy, I didn't watch it. Oh, I didn't just it. the meat industry. I mean, yeah. not to sound I like read that the jungle. person. Yeah. yeah, you get it. Ooh, carnage left and right. Oh, yeah. But that, uh, that's dark. Like that's like a, like a dark. chicken packaging fight club. Well, I didn't go too deep into it, but I do remember that they back when lockdowns were starting to kind of roll back they were like one of the chief people that were like fighting to get their workers back in the factory regardless of of covid uh preparedness and knowing that they were doing that like literally on the on the surface risking their workers lives knowing that and everybody like openly being like well this is a danger but at least like maybe they're taking the precautions and and no like behind the scenes they're literally laughing in their offices or at home working at home while taking bets on if their workers get a deadly fucking virus so very cool thank you rich people and like you know and you know exactly who is employed by tyson foods and just the, the 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 kind of massive people that they're choosing to exploit those chicken yeah. billionaires with thanksgiving around the corner and a spike in covid cases in the u.s many are reconsidering their holiday plans for more we're joined by my mom wait shit. matt do you have enough clean underpants what Mom, what are you... I went in your room yesterday and saw you left all your underpants here and you never come home to do your laundry anymore. Yes, I have enough clean underpants. I moved out a decade ago. Don't remind me. Anyway, 
If you want to bring your dirty underpants to Thanksgiving, I'll wash them for you. Mom, I... I'm not coming home for Thanksgiving. Why not? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Do you not have enough clean underpants for the drive? Don't worry, I'll mail you some money to buy some more, dear. No, Mom, it's... Well, better yet, I'll run to the Meyer right now and buy you some. You still like the Hanes brand? With the, with the little Spider-Mans on them. Mom, this isn't about underpants. Well, there's no reason to be embarrassed. Your father goes through underpants like they're going out of style. Mom, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not coming because... Are this... those kids from school bullying you about your underpants again? I have half a mind to knock on Mrs. Jacoby's door and tell her that her boy has no business talking about my son's unmentionables. I'm nearly 30, Mom. Nobody what is... What a boy wears under his pants is between himself, God, and his mother. I don't care how many atomic wedgies he gives you. Those underpants should stay on your butt. Mom, please, I'm not coming home because of the pandemic. What? The the pandemic. COVID-19? Coronavirus? The reason why we've been in lockdown for nearly a year? What does that have to do with Thanksgiving? It, it's just not safe to travel or gather right now. I see. So you're not coming home? No. I, no, I'm not. I can't risk it right now. Nobody should. I think I know what this is really about. Yeah, the deadly pandemic that I just... You have no reason to worry. It's perfectly safe here. You can trust us. I understand that, Mom, but... Nobody is going to reach down into your pants, grab you by the undies, and give you an atomic wedgie. Even your big cousin Josh. I'll make sure of it. No, Mom. Well, I'd better get going to the store before they run out of turkey and underpants. See you on Thursday. (sighs) All right. Thanks for joining us, Mom. All right, moving on to the uh, funny, funny stories. Funnier, weirder. We need the, we need the to miscellaneous. Call this. We need a name for this corner of happiness. Hey, hey, ham corner. Ham corner. Wet ass p word. There you go. Uh, yep. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Perfect. According to Politifact, Joe Biden did not hire a reputed Philadelphia mob boss named Skinny Joey <laughs> to fabricate hundreds of thousands of ballots. God, I wish the right wing conspiracies are just getting fucking wild. I don't know why, but this that sentence reminded me of a meme I saw the other day where it was like Slim Jim's full name is Slimothy James. (laughs) I I think Skinny Joey Skinny Joey Merlino is like Joe Biden's second life character. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jack. I'm a gangster <laughs> from Philadelphia. How hardcore well, is the mob in Philadelphia? Not asking you know. them to prove themselves. I mean, you're good. Ha, 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 Imagine if Goodfellas um, took place in Philadelphia. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Suspended NASCAR driver says he didn't intentionally draw a swastika on his toaster strudel. Oh. Um, I don't know how you guys uh, frost your toaster strudel, but generally the swastika shape is d- missing out on a lot of surface area. Uh, if anything, the anti-fascist uh, three arrows would be the best option, right? True. If we're if we're going for expressing your political leanings on toaster strudels. Yeah, or just fucking put your... I, I'm terrible at toaster strudel. Always been a Pop-Tarts fan myself because Same. I hate doing Same. extra work mm-hmm. that the company True. should be doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the, <laughs> and even if I'm putting the frosting on it, it it's very much a haphazard, like, ah! Yeah. As I move back Ooh. and forth. Did so, he like you Instagram guys... it? Like what was the Yeah, he posted it on his Instagram. You can look oh. up the picture. Um it's pretty blatantly a, a swastika. So he okay, um, so let me dissect this sentence really quick. Uh quote, didn't intentionally, end quote. 
also could be sated accidentally, which could also maybe be interpreted as subconsciously. So he yeah. he was he woke up. The first thing on his on his mind is anti-Semitism. So he decides to make a toaster strudel. He sits down. He opens up the icing packet with his teeth, probably because he's an animal. And he, he starts <laughs> distributing the icing all over his toaster strudel, strudel. And lo and behold, we have a swastika. And he was probably like, oh, my goodness, that looks a lot like a swastika because I can recognize symbols instead of just, you know, smearing it over with a knife to evenly distribute the frosting and also get rid of a horrible <laughs> symbol, which two birds, one stone. He decides to snap a picture of it and post it on Instagram yep. and be like, LOL, I drew a bing, swastika. Bing, bong, bong, bing, bing, bing. I don't understand yep, that no. narrative. Besides I think the, the point, point too, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys had like uh, edgelord kids when you were in elementary school that oh, first yeah. learned what a swastika was and drew oh, it yeah. everywhere Holy in the library. <laughs> right next um, to that weird S that all the kids across the country oh, learned how yeah, to do. Oh yeah, that S. Yep. I still can't. But like, for some reason, the swastika, even regular ass Nazis don't even know how to draw it. It's like they don't know how to get the shape of the arrows right. So, like, this guy probably has a little bit of practice in drawing swastikas. Look, I just looked this up. I just looked it up. Um, That's deliberate. (laughs) Those lines are straight. Yeah. There's no. It's like, you know. Um, I don't have. He to took his time. This, but like, you ever try to draw a picture on his toaster strudel, and like, when you pick up the packet or you stop squeezing, there's a little ribbon of icing that like connects your last point to the next point. This is a direct mm-hmm. line that doesn't stop. <laughs> there was no mistake yeah. here. Yeah, it's not his first toaster strudel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that ends my segment in strudel science. Just foren- <laughs> forensic <laughs> strudel investigating. <laughs> Moving on, a California Ponzi scheme suspect drives underwater scooter into lake while fleeing FBI agents. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Wow. Yeah, so he's like Ponzi scheme. Is he still scooter. under there in a scooter? <laughs> I don't know if they caught him. It. I honestly don't. Um, but the real criminal out there this week was Pope Francis, who was caught liking a bikini model's body picture on Instagram. It's oh, horny the Vatican, on Maine. The Vatican Francis. is uh, investigating. <laughs> They're just shocked that, uh, like, he's just not a crazy fucking pedophile. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. An adult woman. Back up. <laughs> that's what we <laughs> talk Fran. An adult woman. That's the exact yeah, opposite that, that you're supposed to be going for. Jeez. I, wet, I wet love it. Ass now, P word. It's either, like, Pope Francis getting a little too horny on Maine, or does it suggest that the Pope has, like, interns using his Instagram? Right. just the whole storyline. <laughs> Also, like, I mean, I have an Instagram. You guys know how the algorithm works. If if you're getting body bikini models on your Instagram, that means you're looking at them. <laughs> and, and they're showing up in your algorithm. Look, so. he's not hurting anybody. <laughs> Let the man Let the man like his, his bikini hey, pics. Hey, 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 hey. Uh, um, you guys want to do holidays? Yeah. God, I would love to. I had... I don't know. But nobody likes me. <laughs> uh, depending on if we have time, I prepared holidays for this week and next. We're going to be absent if you want to hear oh, them. Oh, yeah. Um, I, Just you got to speed read them. Yeah, speed read them. Okay. <laughs> the problem is I lost my list, so I'm going off almost memory here. <laughs> right. Ooh, okay. Okay. Uh, so what's what's Friday? Friday today is the 20th, right? Yeah. Absurdity day. That'll be fun. Ooh. Uh <laughs> moving on november 21st saturday uh false confession day sounds dangerous um november 22nd <laughs> go for a ride day depends who's asking 
Sounds kind of well, ominous. If it's you know, these all kind of fit in together here. <laughs> they really do. Except oh, here's the segue. Uh, I don't even know what day of the week it is. November twenty third. I think that's a Tuesday. It's a Monday. That's uh, eat a cranberry day. <laughs> eat a Just single one? cranberry. Oh, wait, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a lot of them the rest of the week. I don't <laughs> know if we need to have a cranberry on Tuesday. I don't get it. If you're making shit up like this, why not call it eat some cranberries day, <laughs> not just eat a cranberry, but. What right, three one. game for Thanksgiving with now, one single cranberry. November 24th, Tuesday. That's the Tuesday. That is All Our Uncles Are Monkeys Day. Um, <laughs> which coincides. Well, that's, that's not true at all. It coincides with Evolution Day because that is the anniversary of the publication of Charles Darwin's book on the origin of species. Um, oh. It is also, coincidentally, the anniversary of the discovery of Lucy. The, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Australopithecus afarensis skeleton. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah. We'll do it live! Fuck it! You guys remember sexy thing. learning about Lucy in high school bio? Oh, yeah. Fun. Um, November 25th is National Taiwan On Day, and that, it's, it's mm. referring to aprons. Uh, oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's vague. What did you think so it was? I want to. I want to get. Well, your I thought input. at first you were saying Taiwan. Oh no! And I was like, oh, so we can get some. It, it doesn't exactly roll off or... the tongue. It's Taiwan on day. Taiwan off means <laughs> Taiwan off. The bathroom. I don't know. <laughs> Masturbate. I kind of forget Ooh. what Taiwan off. Right in the Um. Hey. Twenty sixth Thursday is um simultaneously thanksgiving and shopping reminder <gasps> day and if that doesn't pretty much demonstrate our Do capitalist need... structure as a whole i don't know what does <laughs> we need a reminder yeah. i feel <laughs> at least soon. like the retail employees yeah. this year don't have to uh hopefully don't have to yeah. go in on thanksgiving because that was like yeah that was one of the worst days of my life was the thanksgiving oh, i worked at a polo ralph lauren retail outlet i worked oh, God. third shift at a journeys on thanksgiving <gasps> <laughs> going into Black Whoa. Friday was the worst thing ever. Um, no, Friday, November 27th, has four different holidays. I find them all interesting. It's, of course, Black Friday, yeah. but it's also Buy Nothing Day, so everyone ignores that one. Um, Thank God. <laughs> it's also Your Welcome Day as a direct response to Thanksgiving the day before. And my favorite, it is Pins and Needles Day, uh, which is um, to commemorate the opening of the pro-labor play Pins and Needles. Um, on Broadway oh. in 1937, um, this the cast got it on its own holiday. Yeah, the cast of Pins oh, and Needles was, like a play. was the cast was comprised entirely of the International Ladies Garment Workers Union. Ooh, and oh, it yeah. uh, it ran for 1,108 performances, and it it, it once held a record for longevity on Broadway. I don't know when it was broken. How long after like the Triangle Shirtwaist Fire was this? That seems oh. like it's probably um this was. Related? In 1937, and must uh, like 20 or 30 years. Yeah, the fire was in um, 1911. So yeah, about 25 years. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. See, we, we all know our history over here. Yeah. Come on, worker union play. Yeah. Uh, the next day, the 28th of November, which is a Saturday, is Red Planet Day, honoring Mars. Uh, it commemorates the launch of the spacecraft Mariner. Four on November twenty eighth, nineteen sixty two, and um, la, 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 November twenty. Oh, <laughs> very topical commentary there, Farrell, because November 29th is Square Dance Day. <laughs> Thank Ooh. God, I had a feeling. Yeah, in the bones. Uh, the thirtieth, Monday, Monday the thirtieth. We're, we're 
we're into the next week now, is stay at home because you are well day. And that holiday aged like a fine bottle of milk. Yeah. Might I say. Uh, <laughs> stay at home because you're well stay. and hopefully stay that way. Yeah. <laughs> so now we are entering December. December 1st <laughs> is eat a red apple day. Oh my God. <laughs> Starting Sounds off like healthy. A or, else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> uh, did you buy too many red apples on December 1st? Fret not because December 2nd, don't know what day of the week that is. I'm, I'll, I'm all over the place. Wednesday. It's a Wednesday. Is National Fritters Day. Ooh, all right. Fritters. fritters. Yeah. Got yourself a nice week full of apples. I know. And then finally, December 3rd, Thursday, is National Roof Over Your Head Day. Take that, homeless people. And we're done. Oh, no. <laughs> Rounding off the uh, good, yeah, yeah. good bit of anti-homelessness. Look at those holidays. <laughs> it's going to be a, a awful lot of them if we don't get some COVID relief soon. Mm. Thanks, Mitch McConnell. <sighs> I just like the ham sound. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. It's really I, good. It was kind of carrying me through this, this episode. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, thank you for your holidays, oh, Taylor. Yeah, That's, uh, I love holidays. We're going to have a lot of them pretty soon. I don't know if you guys know this, but the uh, Christmas season is coming up soon. (laughs) Very uh, much. And we're actually going to take the week off next week for Thanksgiving. Um, So you won't be hearing from us next week, but we will be back in two weeks to give you some more news. And then we got some news after that. We're going to round out the year with some Christmas specials, some New Year's specials. You're going to love what we've got in store here at the show. What we're cooking up in our Thanksgiving oven. Make sure you turkey trot all <laughs> to you, the podcasting app. Yep, turkey nope, lurkey yep, time. Not <laughs> See? This is where we all sing turkey lurkey time. I don't know it. I'm sorry. <gasps> I only sorry, know the your chorus. Your degree got rescinded. <laughs> yeah. Good luck making your um, tofu turkey, Matt. I hope it turns out thank well. You. I'm really fascinated by the idea that I hope it does turn out well. Mm. I've never made one or had one before, mm. so... I guess my, it's good. my barometer on it will be pretty low. Like, I don't know. but um, Low turkey standard. Yeah, I hope everybody um, has a good Thanksgiving in spite of everything. Please stay home yeah. or stay, you know, stay private and stay in small gatherings. We don't need to. Here's the thing. If we go nuts for Thanksgiving, Christmas is for sure canceled. Oh, absolutely. And the last thing I want to do is hear about for, for the last fucking 30 years, we've heard about the war on Christmas. These fucking conservatives uh, are going to go nuts about war on Christmas shit if we have a lockdown on Christmas. So just putting that out there, if you hate them as much as I do, please, for the love of God, the biggest, stay home. The only thing you want to s- spread this year is holiday cheer, my friends. Faux News is an Arctic Sounds original podcast written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Coggins, along with Taylor Bowes and Farrell Tatum and co-created with Seth Hart. Music is by Fezlian Studios and Purple Planet. For a full archive of all of our episodes, along with bonus content, merch, and more, visit our website, phonewspod.xyz.